1: find me on twitter at matt jones cfr and today i'm being joined by evan cheney you can find him on twitter at echaney 69 what's up buddy
2: nothing much man i mean I just, i'm grinding out golf grinding out uh well, with no nascar and ufc last week you know it was just golf and then i started betting uh horses not not, not the really digital good. horses either no really? i started becoming a boomer
1: wow so. that's uh that's something it is. Um, yeah, not much new, not much new in my life. Um, no, not at either. All. Uh, just, just, a, you know, just another
2: person in the household to take care of. Just, that's all.
1: Just hanging out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. For, for those of you that were, uh, that were watching or watching the show last week. Um, I did rush the end of the show because my wife did go into labor and we had a child at two 30 in the morning that very day. So, yep. Pretty uh pretty fun stuff. Um I just wanna quickly uh you know let everybody know we're gonna be doing a uh six person snake draft on DraftKings. It's five of six filled right now, so it'll probably start shortly. Um so I don't wanna I didn't want it to fill and then we just abruptly are like, Oh, there we go. See, it's exactly what would have (laughs) happened.
2: Hashtag content. Oh,
1: and we are we we got the one oh one here.
2: Wow. We can't so. even get that. You can't even get on the uh, our normal draft. Um.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so we have forty-three uh, seconds to decide are where. These names? Are these names? What are we? What are we doing here?
2: I, I would say Rom. Right?
1: Are we? Are we going uh, double? Double level baby swag right now? Ooh, we have I to. I mean, I think yeah. I think we have, we have, to, we have to go.
2: To. We, yeah, we have to go new dad narratives here, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I need to have a good week. Rom needs to have a good week. Uh, yeah, I think.
2: He's I also think my top projected player, so <laughs> it still works.
1: There you go. Yep, we're doing it. All right, so on, let's see who's in here. There's yeah, I was here. looking at You're some right of those names.
2: I know some names. Whew.
1: All right, let's see. It's starting. All right, there we go. All right, Johnny Ram, welcome to the squad. This is nice too because now we get to now we get to do the do the back to back thing and talk about the picks as they come off. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah we
2: can make fun of picks. <laughs> we can make fun of other people's picks. Not that I want to do that, but because that'll just give me bad juju. Yeah. Ooh. Beef. Spief? Okay. Beefy. His his DraftKings price, like outside of a snake draft, is way too low. Yeah. And I think that's been established by now. But like his and betting DJ, odds are stupid.
1: DJ goes three. Okay. So, yeah, I mean the the, the the betting odds are I think I saw so him I down at ten to one.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's where people are just gonna make their moves. They're just gonna be like, Oh, I'll I'll play speeth in DFS, but then betting is just Right. You know, anyone else. Okay.
1: Rory. Wow. I mean. I mean, sure. Just JT, JT's still sitting there. Seems.
2: That seems bad.
1: Like a mistake. I, going Rory I'm... before.
2: JT was really bad. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. It's just really bad. I'm wondering.
1: Oh, I think. I think this guy here that's picking right now, it's the same uh same avatar as Green Screen Greg. So that this might be this might be a uh
2: it might be one of his boys. A friendo. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So he went JT with the last pick in the first round, which is obviously um just like crazy value. Yeah, like, getting I don't him I don't think six. that happens a lot uh in these
2: <laughs> Yeah, getting him at six is not like that's not gonna happen.
1: And then you went can't lay. All right, so that's mm-hmm. a that's a damn good start there. Um, let's see. We should probably start trying to figure out. Um...
2: I mean, I'd say you can go Hovland here. Yeah, because Hovland's my next best, and then if he's off the board. Oh no, Xander just went off the board because he was gonna up... be my backup.
1: And remember sense. we have two. So I think yeah, Webb went off I think I mean if we could if we could snag Fino and snag... Hovland or Reed and yeah. Hovland, I would be very I'd be very happy right now. Okay, good. Morikawa went. So we'll definitely get two of those three. Um, Hovland for sure with this with this first pick, unless oh, I think this is I think this guy picking I know as well. And he went Hobland. <laughs> we,
2: we can't be talking about our picks because I know. I would uh, right, go fino, well, fino, and then sure. do you want to go ballsy with Kepka? I don't know if we need to. I mean, in this format, probably not. But I still like him a lot.
1: Yeah, um, I kind of like. I mean, I have an outright on burger too. Um, Rom fino. For, I don't know, or Reed. Quick, quick decision.
2: Uh yeah. yeah Finau.
1: We picked Finau, right? Gosh, oh fuck. Yeah. whatever, I want to read. <laughs> <Just>
2: read. <laughs> I thought Finau in my head. I don't know why.
1: All right. This is this is going really well. <laughs> um I enjoy this. This is fun. All right. So so we have Rom Finau, Reed at this point. I I think yeah. that that's a that's a solid start. It is. Casey no, just I, went.
2: As far as DFS is concerned, though, I mean I think there's an argument for Finau for sure, just because people are so bitter, probably of him. So it's just like
1: you gotta buy low. I, I just went. If Kepka made it back, I think I would I would have considered it. I just I think for I think he's probably a better DFS play than this format.
2: Yeah, sense. I guess if you're gonna pick top six on the, eh, for, I don't know. Burger just wanted... it always just feels like one of those picks though where it's like, you feel like you need. Oh no! You just feel like you need them. My screen just went out. That's you okay. gotta update Chrome, buddy.
1: Dude, I need to get. I need a lot of things in my life right now. Okay. Um. What the hell is happening? There we go. We're back. We're back.
2: It right. looked, well, yeah, it looked a little wonky. All right. Fitz also, went... I noticed GarageBand. You got GarageBand going on in the computer?
1: Yeah, man. That's how I. That's how I edit the show. What do you? Th- what do you think this is? Uh... Fitzpatrick just went. This is interesting. The the you know whatever the the quote unquote ADP for these is always interesting. Like some guys. Just get buried. Um, yeah,
2: is that a projected ADP or is that the actual ADP? Um, well, it says projected. So yeah, I guess it does that's say projected,
1: but I don't know what. How would it be? Who's doing these projections?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. This is know. an interesting pick. All right, Scheffler went. So I'm thinking. I'm going to
2: go Ustasim. No way. Yeah. What do you mean? No way.
3: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Wouldn't I'm he thinking... be a decent name
2: for this? Uh...
1: All right, Connors went. All right, I'll I'll throw you a bone here. I'll I'll go in with you, and then I'm kind of between. I'm kind of between Neiman and Answer.
2: Uh. I'm going to say Neiman, but you really can't go wrong either way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel, I'm feeling Neiman this week. I think, yeah, this is, this is a solid, solid little draft we got here. We got Ram, Finao, Reed, Usezen, and Neiman. Um, we can kind of run through, let's see what we got here. Yeah. The last, that last round, um, I think was, is where once you get into the fourth pick for everybody, I think it gets a little weird, right? Like, like you could see Sergio maybe not getting drafted until like the fifth or sixth round in some drafts. And you could also probably see him getting drafted at like the beginning of the third in some drafts. Like that's why I think that the the snake draft is interesting because, um, these these players are obviously ordered in a particular way based on how they've been drafted so far but people are looking for their guys right like they there's a lot of variation between these and the ADP isn't like you know we're not talking about drafting uh fantasy football in on labor day right now with these ADPs like this is this yeah. is not an efficient um an efficient list like if you if you keep scrolling scrolling down you get to like I mean, I like I like Bob McIntyre this week after he played super well at the match play. Um, And like you just I mean, eventually you hit like, you know, the old guys and guys that you don't want to play. But like Kisner's in play this week, I think. And he's all the way down, like we'll probably go undrafted in all the six man leagues. It's just it's interesting to see how all this shakes out. Fleetwood, fine. Yeah, like, like Fleetwood just went in at the end of the fifth round. And if you told me that last year, like I would have said you were crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just interesting to see where everybody, where everybody kind of lands. So we got five picks until us. Anybody, anybody up here jumping out at you? I mean Westwood's obviously out. Um, I'm not really that in on Scott or Day. I think Zalotoris, if he makes to us makes it to us, is a, is
0: pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, I think he's my next best guy.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Um, I'm sure he won't last, though. I'd be,
2: I would be. Very no, surprised. I guess the backup plan there is going to be Adam Scott. Yeah. Unfortunately, for how tilting he's going to be. Yeah. Or a little seawoo.
1: Yeah. Oh, Adam Scott All went. Right. So there you go.
2: Yeah. Someone, someone saved us from ourselves. <laughs>
1: Westwood, went. Right. They, they just they couldn't let they couldn't let that value slip any further because uh, he's going in like the top, like the third round in a lot of these drafts right now.
3: Let's see. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Bubba went. I'm sure, I'm sure Salators
1: is going to go right now.
2: I mean, if he goes off the board, you just have to go Jason Day. No, no. Cole crack went, so there you go. Easy
1: game. So we got we'll Rom, Ram, Finau, Reed, Ustazen, Neiman, and Zalatoris. I'm, I'm not, I'm not terribly mad at that. To be totally honest, I think that's, I think that's pretty solid.
2: That's not a bad, no. For what we did get there.
1: I mean, don't sound like, don't sound that surprised, man. Like, wow. we're good at this. Um, yeah, that was, that was good. I like I liked being able to uh i like I like being able to play around with those and see I think I'm going to be spending a lot of time uh tomorrow just getting in as many like that
2: seems like it could be a really advantageous draft. format if you get the you know, if you if you hit on your pick it's easier just to hit on your picks like that
1: yeah for sure really and, and to, yeah i yeah I think that it has a lot more to do with um you know kind of kind of finding finding the like we were talking about finding the inefficiencies in um in the ADP and being able like Salatoris should not be going as the last pick as the 36th pick in the field like i i don't i don't think so i don't think that that's like a terribly hot take i think that that is a mistake um uh, it yeah, was, it's just it people. was JB. So we'll see. No, it's just we shall see.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, so let's uh, let's talk about some bets here, because um, that's what that's what the people are here for. Um, any anything that is sort of jumping out to you um, as far as outrights go? Any guys that you? Are feeling like you need to uh,
2: bet on? Um, depending on the book, I think there are a few names that might stick out. I I know Harris English is a really good value at several different books. Right. I mean DraftKings, he's one fifty to one. Yeah. fandoys one forty. Bet three sixty five. He's one twenty five like yeah
1: yeah he's interesting at bet at, at 365 for the um especially like for if you want to do in each way um because then you're getting him at like 2500 uh you know plus 2500 for a top eight which i think is like a like a big (laughs) a big chunk of value i think there's definitely value on the outright as well i don't i don't necessarily uh you know i'm not hitching my wagon to harris english winning the green jacket on (laughs) on sunday um but i do think that there's there's definitely an argument to be made that there's a ton of value um uh, on you know the second part of of that each way i think if you have access to um if you have access to that book you should be um, you should be sort of taking advantage of that this week. It's another week where pre-tourney they're letting you do uh, an each way for top eight. Uh, Last week it was a top five. A lot of weeks it's a top five. Once the tournament tees off, it usually switches to a top five. And then as the week goes on, it whittles down to like a top three or a top, even a top two finish on Sundays sometimes um, when you're adding stuff live. So definitely if you have access to um three six five you should be you should be betting um uh, uh, i think you should be betting some each ways this week because basically what ends up happening is you're getting slightly better odds than you would get on a top five by itself plus you're getting those extra three finish positions that will that will still pay out so i think that that's that's worth um definitely worth mentioning if you have access to that book um the the other thing that I noticed just sort of shopping around and looking sport if you're you know if you have uh, offshore books sportsbook.ag is um is drunk this week um I don't know I don't know how else to describe it they are they're so overvalued um they so overvalued the top of the board that there's just like. There's stupid numbers um, to be had, even in like top 20s. And when you consider that this week there's 88 guys in the field, I think 88, somewhere around there in the 80s. Right. And you're talking about 50 guys making the cut. I mean, how how difficult is a. Is a top twenty this week? If you make the cut, uh, you're a hell of a lot closer than you typically are. We know that there are going to be low scores to be had on the weekend, um, definitely at least on Saturday. So, I think um, I saw Kisner. I put a bet on a top twenty from Kisner at plus five hundred, which in this field I think is is pretty reasonable. Um, they weigh on; un- they're way undervaluing. Uh, Munoz right now, he's at uh, he's at plus eight hundred for a top twenty, um, which I mean I would take I would take shorter odds in you know a, a larger field um, for him. Stewart Sink even at ten to one for a top twenty, I think if he makes the cut, he probably slots in somewhere around there. Um, so just definitely take a look if you're betting top twenty and you are on offshores like comparatively some of these guys that i just mentioned are if you you know if you have bovada uh their top 20 odds are half of what (laughs) they are at sportsbook.ag so you you have to make sure that you are um that you're checking like munoz is plus 310 at bovada and he's plus 800 or was at least last time i downloaded all of this he was plus 800 on sportsbook so um Definitely, definitely worth checking out. Like they have, they just want no liability on anybody from fee now and up. Like they have it's a DJ. Strategy. Yeah, I mean they they have DJ at minus five fifty for a top twenty. <laughs> just
2: like, it's a smart strategy to make money if you're a sports book,
1: right? Just, I mean, but yeah, if two if two of those top five guys miss the cut. Or even two of the top 10 guys missed the cut. Um, I mean, those finish positions are going to somebody, right? Like, it, I don't know. Like, Munoz, uh, Todd, Wiesberger, McIntyre, Poulter, Gary Woodland, Kevin Kisner, Kevin Na, Lanto Griffin, Victor Perez, Cam Champ, and Carlos Ortiz are all at 500 or better for a top 20. You're like, are you telling me that
2: that's ridiculous? I, I,
1: I feel like at least two or three of those guys um easily will finish in the top twenty. Uh and you know, obviously when you go when you go up into the top tens and, and top five market, it's you know, it's even more pronounced. Like you can get uh where was it? Yeah, Kisner, you can get at plus sixteen hundred for a top ten. And he's like he has basically like a top 20, the top 20 price on Sportsbook uh, everywhere else. Like, it's just it's crazy. Um, so those are those are some interesting ones that I found um, just sort of shopping around and bouncing around. There's there's some good value on FanDuel as well. Um, as far as the outrights go, I think burger is a good bet over there um, at thirty seven hundred. Although, again, if you're offshore, you could do. You could find some forties um, floating around Neiman who we just drafted is 6,600 at Bovada or uh 6,000 at FanDuel. So um, there's definitely, there's definitely some value on the board. It's just a matter of whether you, you know, do you want to live in that range and hope you hit on somebody? Um, or do you want to take like one of the favorites, maybe a, a guy or two like in the twenties and thirties and then just a couple bombs, like, it depends on how you're sort of attacking the, the board.
2: Yeah. Um you wanna hear you wanna see an interesting bet? I do. That will probably blow up in your face, but or my face, I guess. But Jordan Spieth, to miss the cut is currently uh, plus four eighty on FanDuel plus four hundred. I, mean, I don't know.
1: He's, I, not, I, he's not going to miss the cut. As much as that, I would enjoy it, he's not going to miss the cut. It's a bet
2: that I really want to see happen. Yeah. Just because... And it's interesting. I mean, I don't think he could hedge too well with this type of ticket. But, like, it's not even a hedge. But, I don't know. To see the 10-to-1 chalk fall like that. Yeah. And to cash a miscut ticket. So that'd be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll that that's definitely that's definitely interesting. I think another another way to fade him without him needing to miss the cut would be if you're if you're in Jersey and you have points bet um, his his over number for uh, for finish position right now is 26. Yeah. Um, so if you you know, if you think he's going to finish outside of the top 26 um, for those of Uh, Those of you that don't know that are listening, uh, when you do when you do points bet, it's basically a multiplier. So every for for golf, every finish position further away they are from that number. It it just keeps going up. So if you're if they finish 10 spots worse, um, then it's 10x whatever you bet. But the flip side of that, obviously, (laughs) is also when you're wrong and it does it goes in the other direction your loss is multiplied. So that's, um, that's sort of the tricky part. The thing that I think is could, could be potentially interesting to um, exploiting this. And I've looked at it a little bit and I'm just sort of brainstorming here, but I would like, I would love your thoughts on it as well. So all of these guys in like towards the top of the board from DJ, Rom Bryson, NJT let's cut it there so the top four guys are all have numbers in um that are like you know in the mid 20s so you know in theory you could hedge with a top 20 a top 20 bet elsewhere and just to like minimize some of your losses right and if they if they play well and then mm-hmm. you're getting the multiplier for if they you know just completely shit the bed and And end up, you know, missing the cut or something, then you're talking about, uh, this week. I think it counts as, uh, somewhere I'm trying to think of, because the, the, um, the cut rules are different this week than usual. Typically it counts as a 70. If they miss the cut, no matter how bad it is, it counts as a 70. That's sort of Mm -hmm. the max, um, I think you could probably get in trouble, get into trouble doing that too often. But I do think that there's maybe times where where it could be where it could be interesting.
2: Yeah, no, I mean you can get some interesting leverage that way, and just uh, take advantage of the points bets um, system. That's actually a really good, honestly. That's a great site. I wish it existed in Pennsylvania. We get a ton of ads for it because we're like right (laughs) next to New Jersey, but like we can't play. Yeah. So stupid. But no, it's a good format to take advantage of if you can. Yeah, I, they, know, so... uh, I know a friend of the show, Anthony, takes advantage all the time. Oh yeah. Can you um for golf, can you make your own bets um like make your own uh props? Cuz I know for I... football they they let you do that.
1: I think that you can there is a there is a name a bet thing um, that you can request. I don't know. You know, I don't know how response. I've never done it. I don't know how responsive they are, how quickly it actually happens. Um, but it there is there is an option for it. So I guess if you send it, you send something and they I guess their traders price it out. Is that that that's how it works? Like, could you I say, guess. you know, give me a price on um You know, DJ finishing in the top 13 and speed finishing outside the top 13 as a (laughs) part, you know, like something stupid like that. And like some poor schlub in an office at points bet uh, HQ has to fucking sit there and like (laughs) figure out your stupid like.
2: Yeah, uh, that feels like a weird feature to like it's a it's a cool feature for the user, but for them, it's like, yeah,
1: I feel like that would be so annoying, like. And then it's like your, like, it's your, it's your liability. Like you're coming up with this stupid shit. (laughs) It's very, that's actually very interesting. I kind of want to like submit one and just see, and just see what happens.
2: Yeah. I don't even know. Like what, what's a random bet. Yeah, I just, just name a random bet that you can make. Like what?
1: um, Let's see. Let's pick. Let's pick a couple guys here. So let's go. Odds for Finau, Finau Hovland, and Webb to finish in the top sixteen. That sounds. And I still I just, think I, that. I'll tweet. I'll tweet it out if they if they respond um and and actually give a price uh all right so tony Fina, victor and webb simpson to all finish t16 or better they're gonna be like these fucking people i'm just gonna start sending like the worst shit ever (laughs) all right we'll see what happens i'll i'll check my email later and see if see if anything comes through um Let's uh I they
2: respond personally just saying why did you do this? Just,
1: yeah, just like why like <laughs> why couldn't why couldn't you have just made it T15? Like, why did you have to do T sixteen? <laughs> Our model <laughs> isn't set up for that. <laughs> um all right, let's uh let's let's take a look at a couple of head to heads just so that we could talk about some guys that we haven't mentioned yet. Um I think in general. I'm pretty, I'm pretty high on Bryson. Just, um, I think that last, I think November, uh, the masters in November was a complete anomaly. And I think that we're going to see, um, just like a different, a different dude this, uh, this time around.
2: Well, I can't imagine that April, like April and, and what was it? November yeah. masters turn like, they're not, they're not going to play the same.
1: Not yeah, and not, not only that, he was he had that weird like he was getting like these dizzy spells and like all this shit was happening with him. He was like it was his tournament to lose. He just had won at Wingfoot and like all the hype surrounding that. Um, so I, yeah, I think I think that he is. I mean, he's not not under the radar, but lower under the radar than he was when they played this in November. I think there's a lot of talk. Um, really, Spieth is helping that out. Like, I think if Spieth was like still shitty, like he was like six months ago, that <laughs> like everybody would still be talking about Bryson. Um, but well, now I that there's only... another guy at the top, there, it's it's oh, yeah. different.
2: Well, I think only Vijay Singh knows the answer to that question. <laughs> that was great that,
1: that video. Um, so yeah, I think uh, look, I think that. Um, I think I'm gonna probably have a bunch of uh, Bryson in head-to-heads against some of these uh, some of these other top-flight guys because he's getting plus odds at a lot of places. Like he's getting plus odds against JT. He's getting plus odds against DJ. Um, he is even plus odds against Rom in a couple of places. He's a pretty pretty big favorite against yeah. Spieth, though. If that was if if you could get plus money against Speef I think that would be that would be incredible but that's not going to happen obviously so
2: No. But I mean to me it's like the only two players the only two other golfers that Bryson should be plus money against is and DJ. Everyone right. else he should be the favorite. So if you find him in a spot where he's not the favorite against someone that's not Rom or Johnson then yes, yeah, smash it.
1: Yeah, J- I think J T is close. I think you can make an argument either way. Um, but they do Bet Online has um has Bryson at plus one oh five against J T, which again, like I think whenever you're looking at the top of the board like this, I think if you can get guys at plus money, you know, you're not like betting into you know, minus one to minus one twenty uh markets where, you know, both both sides are minus 112 and minus 118 like where both sides are minus money um where you're laying the juice there like i think you could probably be profitable just betting top 10 golfers in the world when they have plus odds and head-to-heads like if you just all the time
2: (laughs) yeah and if you look for you just look for those bets I'm also
1: um, looking to fade Matt Jones. Um,
2: I can't fade yourself.
1: Because he, his like his interview and I like, I hate that shit, but like his interview, he was basically like, I haven't done anything since I won. I um, like everything went wrong on the range. I was okay on the course. I don't really know what's going to happen this week. It was basically the synopsis of, of him. So I think,
2: that's when uh, you smash it. That's when you smash the lock button and play him at sixty three hundred. Yeah, but the
1: but DFS is different. I think I think I would take Siwoo over him um in a head to head for the Well corner. he's the
2: second highest projected Matt on my in my projections. Fitzpatrick, uh, yeah, Fitzpatrick is number Patrick, one too. and then it's Jones. Followed by Kucher, Wallace, and Wolf.
1: A lot of a lot of talented mats though. You could make uh, no you can't. I was gonna say you could almost make a whole uh, a whole Matt I DK team. Who could be an what? honorary Matt? A Max? Matt and Max's team? You could do Max Homa. That's true. Or Mac Mackenzie Hughes. Matt Mac and Max. Alright, we need to go. Um yeah, this is this is gone on enough. Um all right, it's the Masters week. I hope you enjoyed. it. We tried something different this week. Uh, we'll see if we ever do it again or not. Probably not, um, but maybe. <laughs> and, uh, that's a real, that's
2: a real buzzkill for the format. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to post the uh, listener league shortly here, so you can get into that once, uh, once it's posted. And other than that, enjoy the Masters and good luck this week. See you guys.